welcome back to another episode of Opinionated Off Topic. I'm here with my co-host Cam. We're in, uh, where exactly are we? We're not in Phoenix. Uh, right now we're in Mesa. Mesa, Arizona. Um, we're at the De La Rue Studios with Cayman. Uh, this, brought, this episode is brought to you by Anchor and Cloudy. We'll tell you about those here in a little bit. But thank you for having us. Oh, yeah. Thank you for letting us use your space and being here. Um, yeah, great to have you all, for sure. Been been talking about it for a minute, so yeah, it's really, really it good, to, really good to get yeah. it. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> we. Funny thing is, we shot this last December, um, but when we shot it somewhere from the audio transference somewhere else, the file got corrupted, and then you live in Phoenix, we live in Austin, so we're like, it's like hard to. We couldn't really plan to do another one, but it's honestly better now. There's, there's yeah, more, more to talk more about, talk about way more, more to talk about. about. So. And if you guys don't know what the space is, this came in studio where he works, makes his music, engineers, max ma- masters, produces, does it all. He's like his own, his own one man army. So you're, you're a young Russ, huh? <laughs> young came. Nah, yeah. I mean, I feel like Russ is like three <laughs> years older than me or something. But he's, I mean, he's a pioneer in it for sure. Definitely in that same lane, trying to be as far as a musician, just like trying to be independent, make make sure that I'm in complete control of everything I'm doing. And making sure that that's like at a high level, you know, because really what I'm doing, anybody can do, but just trying to make sure I do it. Do it right. Yeah, do it right. Yeah. Well, before the music, before the fame, <laughs> who is Cayman? Where'd you grow up? Who, where are you from? All right. So from small town, Brownwood, Texas, West Texas, uh, little football town like when you think of like friday night lights like pretty much exactly that's what you exactly like that like yeah that was that was life growing up uh just grew up athlete football player um went to college and played football and stuff uh which is where i met cam um i'm for Fort Lewis, Go Skyhawks. Little, little Durango, Colorado. <laughs> Y'all claim that place still? I mean, it's beautiful, but living there, no shot. I mean, I'll well, playing there. I'll oh, always yeah. like. Now at this point, mm-hmm. it's like I'm proud of it, just because like that whole experience, because of everything that happened there. Like that whole experience is what got me here ultimately. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was so much that happened while I was there. Like I, which in the in the moment, I like hated almost every second like almost from the moment i got there all i was thinking about was when i was gonna leave yeah but looking back now i'm like so much happened there that if it if that would have never happened i'd have never got like on the music path probably which is like i I feel like the path for me so yeah definitely still claim it so when you growing up you played football when you played in high school did you start all four years because i mean y'all are big for football and um yeah so actually so i grew up in like the town right next to brown what's called early it's like it's even smaller it's crazy um i transferred to brownwood my soft or my freshman year in high school um so then i was in like i was ineligible for varsity sports for a full calendar year and then once I became eligible for varsity sophomore year, so it was like six weeks into the season. Uh, from that point on, I started. So like half of sophomore year, junior and senior year. 
That's what's nice. Yeah. Did you did you get any accolades there or no? You holding uh, your records? No, nah, no records. Nothing nothing legendary. Uh I'm not I was good. Like I didn't mean no no accolades and I wasn't like all state or nothing like that. Like nothing crazy. It's uh, okay, Cam wasn't either. Yeah. Some dogs though. Just 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 all <laughs> all district type of stuff. Just That's nice. Went got a little scholarship out to little Fort Lewis and then transferred to Little Angelo State, got a scholarship out there. Did you did you go to them or did Fort Lewis come to you or uh so Fort Lewis came to me. That was that was the thing is like my whole like I always I don't know if I had a big head or what, because I was starting as a sophomore. But like, I just always thought I was going D1. Like, I always thought I was good enough to. Um, and I was talking to schools, like, my junior, well, after my sophomore year, like, junior and senior year, I was talking to schools. I thought I had at least three offers in the bag for sure going into my senior year. Um, so any attention that I was getting from D2s, I really wasn't, like, responding to. Uh, then when it came down to, like, like the end of the line and still had no offers I was like damn I really need to figure out what I'm about to be like I need to talk to somebody I guess so I started trying to reach out to these D2s some of them hit back some of them didn't like because the D1s was like preferred walk-ons and I just had like a for some reason I had this like image in my head like I needed a scholarship like I don't know it was, it was dumb and so it was like after signing day, Fort Lewis called. Like a day or two after signing day, Fort Lewis calls. And uh, I'd never even heard of them at all. They like offered me, like on the, like on the, as soon as they called, offered me. And thought about it for a long time because I'd never pictured myself going like all the way to Colorado, like leaving and being like 13 hours away from home. Uh, so thought about it for, it was like a week or two. Like thought and prayed about it a lot because I was going to go to Abilene play Harden Simmons because that's where like my best friend was already going and uh like one morning like randomly woke up and like it just like the first thought I had in my head was like yeah I'm going to Fort Lewis and like it never I never even like had a second I never felt differently about that decision like once I, I woke up felt like that was what I needed to do and then that was just with this where it went it was crazy because so that was like a tuesday or monday i think that like i woke up felt that made the decision we set up like a little like signing day and stuff at the school and then uh it was like the morning of the signing day i get a call and it was from midwestern state and they were like we still have some money left we had some guys not come through that we thought were going to come through it was like a little partial that they offered me, and I was like, I would have much rather went to Midwestern State, like from the jump. But like at this, I was like literally the morning that I was about to sign. So I was like, nah, can't. At least you're loyal. Yeah. For like it, wanting to go there, like at least you're loyal and stayed. Like what Fort Lewis? Did you even go on a no, visit bro, so or anything? No, no visit, nothing. That's crazy. Like, <laughs> so you didn't even know what the school looked like. You're just like, I'm no. going here. That was the thing. So I signed, right? And then I signed signing days in the spring. Spring break was like right around the corner after I signed. So I signed me and my dad take a road trip out to Durango to go see everything. 
Bro, we <laughs> we what? got there. We got there that first night. First thing we did is drive up to go look at the football stadium. We pull up, and we're like, "Is this it?" We weren't sure. Pull up to like the end zone gate right there where the parking lot is, yeah. and we're looking. And I was like, I just remember, like, I remember like the feeling like that I had, and I knew my dad had it too. And I was just like, <sighs> and like from that moment on, it was like, all right, Open the how, ball. how can I get out of here? Yeah. <laughs> like, did you did so? Y'all's football field is kind of by the high school field. Yeah. Did you like look at the high school field like maybe that's it? Or did we, like, you knew that was the yeah, field? you had to, like, look down the hill. you talking about Durango? Yeah. Yeah, because you had to, like, look down the hill, and then you can see Durango. Because, like, it's a turf field, stadium, like lights, down. and, like. I'm trying uh, to think, because I really don't remember if we did or not. I think, because whenever we, whenever we first pulled up, I, I do remember looking, like, looking up to make sure that that was, like, the field. But I don't know if, I don't remember if I confused, like, the high school field for it or not. But I remember I was, like, this can't. Cause be. when I went to go visit him, like that's what I thought in my head, and I was like, "Is that your field?" He was like, "No, nah, that's the high school field. This is our field." I was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah shit, bro, it was crazy. Trash. Like coming from, which we didn't play in front of like a crazy amount of fans in Brownwood, but coming from even what we did play in front of on Friday nights to go into what like the environment that we played in <laughs> up there, I was just like. Wow, like they really—they really do not care about football. Up here. I've never asked him, but like, what what was y'all's crowd size? Like, what uh, would it be? It was never nothing crazy. I mean, probably like like maybe a couple hundred people. Couple hundred people. I mean, when we played my senior year, uh, there was yeah. Go ahead. There was times that it was like packed. Yeah, for sure. But like on a regular, like especially whenever I first mm-hmm. got there, and we were just trash. Yeah. Like literally, bro, it was it was crazy. It was yeah. like fifty people out there just like like playing like like it's like a scrimmage you know what i'm saying like just chilling that's insane yeah yeah you, you probably had more people at at um brownwood than you that's, yeah we definitely yeah, had more definitely. people at Flickerville. yeah um just the Flickerville. i side. honestly think too is like the time like we played at like noon yeah every day every time and then it's like also it's like durango so like on saturdays people go hiking uh, fishing, like they do a bunch of other things that aren't like football yeah. related, and then so like wasn't popping. Like the most crowded game we had probably was my senior year. We played uh, Highlands on a Friday night at the high school. It was packed. The most we were. We had a, we had a game it. on national TV my freshman year on a Thursday. Was that game packed? And it was packed. Yeah, it was packed. But like we got our asses kicked. What well, well, it doesn't right. help y'all is there's no lights. Like, yeah, bro. That's all the so games are like the game, eleven so the game, noon. So the game was a night game, nationally televised. But CBS had to bring in their own light stuff to have so that we had lights on the field. It was like who'd y'all play? Uh, Mons school. Was of Mons. that the works freshman year? Where do you want like, to Harlan like Hill? Like redshirt freshman year. Yeah, when you went to Harlan Hill. <laughs> Little Manziel, bro. He's yeah, crazy. he's cold. He was so cold. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Uh, so you were there for how many years? Uh, two. This is my freshman and sophomore year. And then sophomore you- year, like, tore my shoulder up. Realized, like, for sure that, that was not where I wanted to be. Because I, I had almost made the decision to stay. Like, I knew I didn't want to be there. And then I almost made the decision to stay because of, like, the, so our coach Crawford that we had. But then, like, I was real tight with Cam and the other guys his age. And then the guys that were a year older than me, I was real close with. But then the guys that I came in with, like, I'm still – pretty close with a bunch of them too so 
it was hard, like, to leave. And I, I wasn't going to until I, whenever I tore my shoulder, like, and didn't have football anymore, I realized, like, how much I just didn't didn't enjoy what I was doing, like, just being in Colorado. Um, so then transferred, started looking around for places to play. Uh, had, om- had pretty much made the decision that I was going to stay home for a semester and then end up walking on at, uh, at Texas Tech. And Angelo State hit me up one day and ended up going and visiting there. And, like, they offered and stuff on, while I was on the visit. And just for whatever reason, that like, and, well, I, not for whatever reason. I ended up doing that. I just felt like that was, I was like, damn, okay. Because initially they had told me that I would be able to redshirt if I needed to because I didn't know if I was going to be ready to play or not. Um... But then I ended up playing my I ended up playing my junior and senior year there at Angelo. You had enough film time where like they saw enough to so like, all right, yeah, we want you. Yeah, I had, I had what 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 game did you get hurt in your sophomore year? Um. Oh, in uh, the Pueblo game. So like, oh, how deep was that into the season? That was like, like we the were, sixth we were or like, seventh game. We were like four and one because we had lost to we lost an opening game. We lost to Montana State and then we won the next three. We were like four and one, or we went next like four, like four and one, because we were like good. Yeah. And then, yeah, then, it, was, it was like game then five. The game before I got hurt, or one of our other starting safeties got hurt. Same exact injuries I had. He he dislocated his, but had the same exact injury. Then the week after, I get hurt. We had two of our starting safeties down. Then like, I don't even know something else happened. But so you had about fifteen games. Yeah, which I only missed. I only missed two games, and then came back and played the last. Two. Yeah, she had a pick against Adam State. It's like towards the end of the year. I remember. Yeah, yeah I missed yeah. missed two games. Came back and played the last two. I think. And so, um, from there, did you have to get there, Richard? Did you start like your junior year? Uh, so I didn't. I didn't start my junior year. So it, what was crazy was my my junior year at Angelo ended up playing out almost exactly like my freshman year at Fort Lewis. Like, I got I got to start a few games, but I played like all on special teams and just try to make a bunch of plays on special teams. And then my senior year at Angelo's, like my sophomore year at Fort Lewis, like I, I was kind of the man, like came in, starter, like I was kind of like solidified in my position. But then I was like, then it was just over. You know what I'm saying? Like, because like, like at Fort Lewis, it was like right whenever I first, like had just kind of gotten to where it was like, okay, like now it's my time. Then I left, went to Angelo, like reset, and then same thing happened. But, uh, but yeah, so I didn't start my whole junior year. Some just some games, and then I started my whole senior year. Did you get a, like a, a pro day off or anything? Because I know he was telling me like mine's held theirs, and you like had to yeah, get recommended public. by a coach or something. You had to yeah. if you don't get offered. Yeah, so that that was with the Lone Star every year. The coaches got to select players from their team. Like it had to be obviously had to be seniors. But uh the coaches could select players from their team and everyone would work out at, at Commerce cuz they're like the national champs at that point yeah. and stuff and like they're just the best team in the conference year after year. Um but then my senior year it changed into where only first and second team all conference could could go and I was honorable mention all conference my senior year, which I missed. That was crazy too. Well, I didn't miss a full game with injury, but I just had, like, 
injuries my sophomore year or my my senior year and like my sophomore year. It was just really like similar, but yeah. So then I so I I didn't get a pro day. That was I feel like we're kind of jumping around the story a lot, but when I left Angelo, like part of what I guess led me to music. So the football season ended, senior year ended, and like was fully expecting a pro day. And so me and one of the other DBs on the team were training, uh, getting ready for a pro day and stuff. And then it wasn't until like three days before the pro day that the head coach let me know that you either had to be first or second team on conference or have your uh, workout requested <clears throat> like by a team, <clears throat> excuse me, like by a team for you to be able to go to the pro day. And so like, I was like, well, thanks for the like, thanks for the heads up. You Did know? he see you like working out this yeah, whole time? Yeah, like, that's what's even I would have pissed me I, off. That's that's like, like we, like, we would see him, like, we're up at the facilities working out every day. He sees us. Like, I'm assuming, I assume he didn't think that I was just working out, like to work out just because yeah. going hard like that with with the yeah. other guys that are or the other guy getting ready for a pro day. Like, I, you know, and yeah. So then he gave me short notice, and so it like left a bad taste in my mouth, and so. It was weird because my whole life I was like gonna play football as long as I could, and then I was in a coach, and I, I, I always knew that the NFL wasn't like guaranteed, you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like once that happened, I was like so just distraught. But the way that the whole thing like like ended to me, I was like, damn, I'm kind of tired of football right now. Like, cause I'd been like it's just a grind like since I was. I mean, it wasn't a grind when you're like a little kid playing Pop Warner, but then, like, when, once you finish, once like your playing days, I guess, end, like, and you look back and you're like, damn, I've been doing this for a long time. And just the way, then, like I said, the way it ended, I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this at all. And so that was like, so after leaving Angelo State, I went to Fort Worth, and that was. Well, before you get into that, um, after he told you, like, you're not getting a pro day, um, your brother-in-law, his Kenny Vaccaro, yeah. played for Texas, plays for Tennessee Titans in the NFL. He didn't – like, you didn't try to ask him for help. Like, yo, can you help me get a pro day? Like, were you just completely done with it at the time? Well, that was the thing because that's why I was like, well, thanks. Like, that's why in my head I was like, appreciate the heads up because because my brother-in-law is who he is. If I had – I felt like if I had time and I really needed to, you know, use that favor, I probably could have. Given the fact that I would have had to call him like that day, oh, well, that was the thing too. Is like he told me that on a Monday, and he was like, "Yeah," and I got. He's like, "So I got to turn the list in tomorrow." And so I'm like, "So I have a day to try to get this figured." You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I got. I never. I never even I tried it. Reached out because I was just like, I'm not. Which I've. Ne- I've never. I've never tried to use that. Especially like with, with football stuff because. I just didn't want to feel feel like I got anywhere with it because of who he is. Of him, he is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I feel like that's a little bit different though, because it's like you put in the work you needed to put in, just like you just kind of got screwed over at that point. And you were good. It's not like you were you were like bad too. Yeah. No. I mean, I was good, but <laughs> I'm like I'm not I'm not tripping about the way it played out. Like, like I really wasn't thin either because. I just I knew that things happen when they're supposed to, you know what I'm saying? And like especially now looking back at it I'm like I'm glad football didn't work out. 
I mean, I'm sh- Obviously, my perspective is different. You know what I'm saying? If football yeah. would have worked out, I would not be mad that it worked out either. Yeah. But I can say that I'm glad. Do you still love the game? Didn't. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's what actually I was just uh, I was just talking to one of my one of my buddies, Gonzo. Shout out, Gonzo. Shout out, Gonzo. Uh, from Fort Lewis, actually. Um, just talking to him yesterday and telling him that like I'm very happy where I'm at for sure. But I like guys like him. Dre, uh, Malcolm, like I have buddies from Angelo State that are coaches and stuff. Uh, like having these close, like these are these friends that are still in the game that I get to like watch do their thing and stuff and still like somewhat be a part of the game. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like just knowing the guys. Yeah. And having Kenny still playing and stuff too. Like I get, I get like my feel of the game for sure. But also like it's. I, I like appreciate other sports way more now too. Or like yeah. I get to appreciate other sports a lot more. Like not focusing on football. Because yeah. I like whenever I played, I really never like I didn't watch any other college football because I was like I play college football. Why would I watch other college football? Really? See, he was a little different aspect. He was like mad that. because he couldn't watch college yeah, football. I never like that. But I was the type of. I mean, you remember me like on a bus? Like after a game, I'd get on my phone and I'd be like watching the game on my phone and everyone would be like watching it or I'd get on like ESPN and be like oh Penn State just won or See, I'd, I just, like, read them out. I just low key like always like, like I always felt slighted kind of like yeah. whenever it was like knowing that I wasn't playing like the D1 games on Saturdays like I didn't want to like, spitefully I didn't want to watch those games I don't, I can't, you I don't know what I'm saying I was like it's like I should be playing that game I mean I thought that, but, I, that's how Dre was he never like he, he was like I was like, "Who's your favorite college football team?" He was like, "Four lose." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I just, I'd be like, "I don't have one." But before, because before I ever got to college, I hated watching the NFL. I only like watching college football. Yeah. But then I got to college, and I was like, "Why would I watch? Why would I watch my peers play?" At like a higher level too. Because like, because I felt like I felt like like the whole time I felt like I'm going to the league. You know what I'm saying? So why would I watch these guys that? Think they're about to like they think they're going to the league too. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the way. I, that's just the way. Like just the competition I, mindset. I feel, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I, I can I appreciate it all. No. So get told and done. Basically, did you? I mean, seems like your life has always been football. Did you have like a life outside of football at Angelo or Fort Lewis? Like, did you have a girlfriend or did you pick up music as a hobby or um, what was the case there? So with music, music was like kind of always there. Like I've loved music for like as long as I can remember. But my life was always football. Um, like I've always said, like if there was anything I could do, but besides sports, it would be music. But like, really, it never clicked in my head that like I could do music for whatever reason. Um, but like at Fort Lewis, I can remember Fort Lewis, especially after I got hurt. I would just write in my phone all the time which I, cause I've been doing that since like middle school like mess like bullshit like not having any clue what I'm doing um and then when I got to Angelo uh I did have a girlfriend I'm, I'm a, a girl like pretty much as soon as I got there um we dated like the whole time I was there and then we actually well this was like after I left like we ended up getting engaged and stuff um but the whole period of me being an Angelo I guess like it was like football and kind of that relationship. I didn't like I didn't really 
do anything with music. And I had never done anything serious with music anyway. Um, but then leaving San Angelo, still had this relationship, which we weren't engaged yet, but like that was the plan. Like we spent these college years together and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like she yeah. was a teacher, I was a football player, and like was going to be a coach. And then uh, I ended up moving to Fort Worth. And she moved back home to finish up school uh, to do her student teaching. And it was actually, it was then, it was whenever I was in Fort Worth. Because uh, this whole time I'm still like writing stuff randomly. If a song comes out that I like a lot, I may like write like a little remix to it or something like just for fun. Um, and Braxton actually, he was like, he's like, bro, you should just, you should like try to do something like with it for real and at first I was like cause I just wanted to I just wanted to like rap I just wanted to write songs and then but like I had no clue like I had no clue what I was doing as far as writing a song and I had no clue what I was doing to like get a beat or like how it worked to use a beat off of YouTube like I, cause I knew if I just took a beat straight off of YouTube and tried to make a song like so could anybody else so I'm like how do I not have the same song that somebody else has or something you know I just had no clue what I was doing and so, just the like most natural thing. I just I got I got on GarageBand and started trying to figure out how to make beats myself. And I hated it at first because like all I wanted to do was write songs, but I couldn't because I had no beats to write them on. And so like I just like despised making the beats because it was taking my time away from writing. But then, like I just spent hours on YouTube and stuff. Just trying to learn the whole process. So does that come? For, so does that come first? Like the beat comes first, then the lyrics, or do you like? Do some people have like lyrics first, then they make a beat to the lyrics? It's really both. Yeah. Like both. most of the time for me now, I'll make a beat first and f- like I catch a vibe to, like just feel it and write to it that way. But there's a lot of times too that like I'll just. I'll think of something like I'll think of a, like one or two or three lines or whatever like or I'll have an idea for a song and I'll write something down and then I'll try to build what I just had heard you know what I'm saying um, more times than not though it's the beat first and then just feeling the, like the inspiration from that for me anyway when you're in Fort Worth did you have a job or anything did you work yeah so when I was in Fort Worth uh, when I first got out there I just had this this job at this nutrition shop. Uh, it, was, it was a super chill job. The dude like paid me in cash, so like nothing was taxed. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. nice. That's uh, not under the cause, table. Cause yeah. he, was, he was just using the store as a tax write-off for him for other stuff he had going on. So, yeah, it was just straight-up pay. And, like, it was real nice, too, because everyone else that worked there was, like, around my age, maybe younger, maybe older. But, like, we lived on West 7th, like, in the party district in Fort Worth. So, everyone was just basically super unreliable. So I, I worked a lot of like twelve-hour shifts, but we so we lived on West Seventh, and I worked on West Seventh. So I would wake up, walk to work, work from like eight a.m. to eight p.m. Get off work, walk literally right out the door to Chimmy's. They'd all be Chimmy's. there. They'd all be there already at Chimmy's, like eating, having drinks. I'd walk out, go sit down, order. Most like most places we went down there at this point in time. Because we knew everybody, we'd get free drinks. Like, literally, so, wake up, walk to work, leave work to the bar, 
maybe go home real quick, walk back to the bars. Like it was every day. Yeah, I mean not not like literally seven days a week. There were some times that it was like damn near seven days a week, <laughs> but we were going crazy in Fort Worth. Which my I mean my friends go harder than me, but yeah, we went out a lot in Fort Worth. Um, Did you still have? The girlfriend at the time? Yeah, so still had the girlfriend at the time. That's and so we ended up the end of that whole time in Fort Worth is whenever we got engaged. Um and that's a whole like whole story in itself, but we just basically ended up go because like when I'm in Fort Worth and I start making music and it starts becoming apparent to me that like, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh like our line, our lives just like didn't really, they started to align like less and less because she, she like had a change of heart too. And like once she went back home and started teaching there in like that small town, like she realized that's what she really wanted. And I realized that like, that was like the opposite of what I wanted. You know what I'm saying? And so like, we didn't have a falling out or anything like that. Like I wouldn't say we like hate each other. We just, it was like, yeah, this is not, what we're supposed to be doing and so went our separate ways um I was still living in Austin at this point uh after that so like we got engaged and stuff and then I ended up moving to Austin leaving Fort Worth but I, I'm getting deeper and deeper into music further and further away from that relationship basically um so then right around the same time uh, after all that happens, I'm I built I'm making an EP. Uh, this and this is coming up to like you know around a year ago now. Yeah. Um, then we're getting ready to for our lease to end and stuff, and you know like one thing leads to another. Fast forward a little bit, and then we end up end up here. Uh, but it's it's crazy, like really thinking about how like quickly it's all come about. I guess. Yeah, because I. I asked you in the car, like, how did y'all choose here? And it was spontaneous, really. Yeah, yeah, real spontaneous, because, which, I mean, I, you know, I say one thing, like, another, and it was, like, real quickly, but we're talking about, like, six months at a time, year at a time, and stuff like that, so, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, so, just, like, the tra- whole transition of just being, like, out here, and, like, that would like I feel like for artists, change of scenery is like important. So yeah. like, was a change of scenery like huge? Like immediately, like when you first got here, were you just like inspired to like write and make and make music? Like did it come immediately, or was it more of still like a slower grind? I guess no. That? Honestly, moving out here and I don't. I mean, this place is beautiful. So like, it's definitely a great place to create. Just because like you just feel good, but the whole the whole move and just like doing like doing that in general like just where like I guess I was at in life and stuff yeah like that whole thing was just inspiring and like like I created a lot like that's what a lot of stuff that I'm just like kind of sitting on right now like that I've been making in this year that we've been here like a lot I mean to me a lot of it is crazy Especially, like, because I get all these, you know, memories and stuff on, like, Snapchat and all yeah, that stuff. definitely. And I, because I always, I always, like, I'll make a beat or, like, write a song or something, and then I'll record it and save it. 
and I do it I do it consciously now because I keep getting these memories but it's dope to see like the stuff that I was making yeah. like a year ago or two years ago and I mean I, I've always thought it was fire like I thought everything I did was fire when I was doing it because yeah. I mean it was like it was dope to me that I was making this yeah you know what I'm saying but now like the like the this is just getting way better like you're just evolving I mean it's just experience really yeah, yeah. I mean yeah I'm sure the first thing we did we thought was fire and we sure, like look yeah, at it it's like that shit sucks you want to leave it on the page you gotta <laughs> you gotta have that that timeline you can trace it back and so. I'm sure that's how you feel like you write something like back then and then like damn this shit's good and you hear it now like the hell was I thinking? Uh, there's there's I mean, a few I, of the oldies in the playlist. I ha- I have stuff like, and it's crazy because like, there's some stuff that I still like to this day think is like trash. But like, there's one like there's one song. It's like one of Braxton's favorite songs, and I hate like what, what song is that? These days. These days, I feel like I like that song. <laughs> yeah, see, like, I I don't I don't even <laughs> like that song, and like, it's just, it's like it's funny seeing like because everybody has like different favorites and stuff. But there's a lot of like old songs, like old songs like for me that I really like I kind of hate them now like, I'll skip them every single time I'm in the car because I'm like God, I I can't believe I made that like, I can't believe I put that out yeah you skipped one of your songs when you, yeah. when you picked us up I forgot uh, what, what song, song it was but you, you, you skipped a song and I, you like let it play for a little bit and then you skipped it well, it, there's, it well there, there's some Maybe? songs there's some songs that and I'm I'm kind of glad this came up because it's something that like, I really need to get back to because majority of the music I'm making now and like what's been so inspiring like the reason I'll skip I skip some songs from my old EP just because I try not to offend my girlfriend that I have now I feel it but it's understandable it was like the EP is mainly about my last relationship but like it's really it's really funny because like the whole EP not the whole EP but like the songs about that relationship they're like kind of sadder songs you know what I'm saying but like a bunch of the music I'm making now is like I wouldn't say it's like love songs but they're just like it's like better vibe way better vibe songs yeah but like upbeat the yeah. the the stuff with the EP though it's like it's hard because you don't want to offend your girlfriend but at the same time it's like part of who you are now like that made the story of like who came in is and yeah, that and EP what, in itself tells a story yeah like like, like there's times that she'll, she'll be like hang on like we can listen to it because like she like she knows it like essentially it's just songs and it's like it's art the past and yeah, yeah. And I mean I don't know I, <laughs> I know she doesn't like the conversation but I do my I do my best to let yeah. her know that that she's good she don't gotta worry I think if y'all if y'all listen to the songs there's several lines and like verses and hooks that are about her so I, I try to I try to make sure she gets the credit she deserves because honestly so so we started talking and stuff like about a year ago like right around the time that we were talking about moving out here was whenever we first started like talking um, and then as time got closer and closer for us to actually move out here we had been hanging out that whole time and stuff and getting closer and closer also and so it was really weird because like I never had like necessarily second thoughts about moving out here when I committed but there was definitely times because I'd already had the experience of living in Colorado and I remembered how much I hated it yeah 
how much I miss my family and stuff. And I was like, gosh. You don't want to go through that yeah, again. And I, I remember being like real anxious about that. And I was like, I don't want to get out there and like hate it. And she was, she was the one, she was like, she's like, honey, like you need to go. Like, it's going to, like, it's going to be great for your, like you and your career. And so she's like, you need to do it. And she was like, just a real, she was a real big, like calming presence. And like that whole transitional phase mm-hmm. for me. Um, and I feel like that's probably just hard for her just cause like y- y'all probably didn't know like what y'all were going to do at the time, especially if you left Texas Bro, it was, it was and stuff like sure, that. I feel like it was for sure hard for her because she like liked me a lot. And yeah. she and she's sitting here like telling me to to go, yeah, to go. you know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. But like, she's a flight attendant, so she has a lot of freedom to like be here, me be there if need be, and stuff. So it's it's worked well so far. But yeah, huge props to her for for doing what she does. She's a she's for sure a dope girlfriend because I mean all the posts like you post on your story, um, they're part of hers and part of yours and like she's always there like, oh she's just, she's number one fan for, for sure because sure, she's yeah. always there in the studio with you, even you more, even more i mean we've been here and she's been, been in here, here the whole time just y'all not even be talking you're just working on music making beats but she's just here chilling with you and like respecting the ground and like that's hard to find really period yeah. nowadays been, or before us like it's just hard to find it's yeah. been a blessing for me because i like that's one thing and like as far as me as an artist like I'm trying to be better at is like worrying about more things like that an artist has to do like like music videos and merch and like all this other stuff you know what I'm saying because I'll get just so caught up in just making music mm-hmm. that I'll like forget to do any of the other stuff and like honestly like in life it's kind of like I'll do the same thing and like so right now with us having like music and trying to get this whole business you know that we're starting trying to like really get it running like i love like having her be able to be here and like be as, like the support that she is because i mean i'm like i'm only, I'm only 25 it's still young but at the same time i don't want to be like i don't really want to be like an old dad and all that stuff you know what i'm saying yeah. so being able to like know that certain areas of my like just being able to focus on what I need to focus on and not like not be like nothing against people out, like out chasing women but it's just not for me like I don't, I don't really enjoy like chasing women so having the woman is like is nice is nice to me yeah for sure you know anything I would just keep talking chopping it up I mean what time are we at 16 all right, all right, we got time for so, some more questions but yeah definitely just like i don't know i feel like what do you think the next step needs to be for you as in just as an artist and just development because i know i talk to you all the time and i just like i send you stuff all the time just just being like tapped in and whatnot yeah. and just kind of like the behind the scenes stuff like people yeah. do like people like like stuff like that and then like i know with covid and stuff that's the thing shows all so, that so i think stuff. i think for me and I think, like, sometimes I feel like this chip on my shoulder because, like, I feel like people don't take me serious as an artist. Or, like, people, like, maybe from my, like, from the hometown and stuff. Yeah, like, they sure. don't, like, necessarily take me, like, like I said, like, me serious or, like, think that I'm really, like, ever, like, ever going to do anything. But no, we like, understand that. But it's, like, Fact. at the same time, 
if they think that it's because of that's that's the perception I've given them. Yeah. And so like, because I'm a very I'm very aware of the fact that like I need to be making more content. Yeah. With my music, you know what I'm saying. Um, so I think that's like the, the, the biggest step for me that I need to take is like, like having more like music videos and stuff, doing more behind the scenes stuff like, like day in the life type stuff, like more yeah. stuff, more stuff just to like show people. That you're actually like, like working on it. That like, like I, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you're serious about it. Like, it's like, sh- like show them kind of what this actually looks like. like yeah. It's not just, like, I don't know what you think goes into the process of the song that you hear. Or like whenever I am posting saying that, hey, I'm dropping a song. Like, I don't know what you think that looks like, but this is what it looks like. I feel like people would respect it a lot more and like value it a lot more. Because I mean, if I if you can get the support of, like, I feel like, this is just the perception I have, just from some things I've heard, and just like, mm-hmm. this is just what, what I think to be true. Is like me having the whole football background and stuff, and being who I was, like who I was my whole life, from the small town and stuff, mm-hmm. and like the view that the small town people have and all that, and then transitioning into trying to do this. It's like all the people that previously knew me don't like you can't change yeah you know what I'm saying if you do you're like like you're in the wrong you know what I'm saying for change and so if I can somehow bridge that gap to like really get the full support of the people that do already know me mm-hmm. I feel like that would be a huge step so I just need to I feel like I just need to kind of show more of who I am as an artist and stuff like in this day-to-day stuff. No, absolutely. Just because this is important. Just important to try to, like, make content, I guess. And yeah. I feel like when you're in a creative space, like, so many ideas just come up and come up. And I feel like it's also yeah. a lot harder, too, just as an artist because you're, like, you're not just, like, a rapper or, like, a musician. Like, you're doing everything on your own, like, mixing, mastering, making the beats, all that. Like, a lot of people have, like, a producer that comes with them or, like, they sit in the studio and the producer like does everything and then they just kind of do the rapping or the songwriting yeah. and it's just like I feel like it might be a little hard to like manage all of that too and then just say like I gotta do all this just to make a song let alone I need to make content too I feel like it'd just be like a lot probably yeah. so and so it's like I mean nothing I'm not trying to take anything away from mm-hmm. the people that do just like walk into a studio and record or mm-hmm. whatever because it's like like I'm like I'm trying to have more people that do that come in here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just I I enjoy being able to do the control the whole process. Um, at the same time, though, I, I basically like you're saying I do. If like there's a value to that, um, but yeah, I just I gotta like I guess show the like how valuable it really is because I feel like most people probably do just think that like. I mean, if you don't know, there's no way to know, like, the real process of making a song. Oh, absolutely. Sound, how absolutely. it sounds, you know what I'm saying? Just like, even with I mean, a podcast. Before I did this, like, I ain't gonna lie, like, I thought, I mean, people probably think this is easy doing a podcast. Right. People probably, like, we just plug and play, that's it. People probably think that with the camera, you just aim and shoot. Like, yeah. once you start doing something like this, no matter what it is, it could be like Braxton with his company, you doing music, just something like that a creative does. You appreciate other creatives and how hard they work because people don't realize how hard 
any of this stuff really is. Yeah, all, I mean, all like a consumer sees, you know, is the end product. Absolutely. Yep. And that's all they see. And, yeah. Like, they don't see you here at 7 a.m. It's 11.36 p.m. Like, yeah. they don't see that. And if we weren't doing this, you'd be working on music. Right. Like, they don't see that. They just see an end product and like, oh, we just made another song. But like. Which is what I mean. Obviously, the end product is like. The goal. The, yeah, yeah. Like, end product is what you're constantly trying to improve. But where I'm at right now, I think I have I think I have a very good end product, but I think it doesn't reach as m- much people as it could right now because of like my lack of like really showing what the end product because the end product really to me anyway like my end product isn't just the song like my end product and like you like you mentioned Russ and like guy I feel like someone who does it all. Like, your end product is the whole process. You know what I'm saying? Because like yeah. if, if you can show people that you're doing all of this, that just makes everything you do more, like, more valuable. It's like, damn. Okay. Like, because sometimes, sometimes I, like, I, like, get myself, I'm like, shit. Came a long way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just have to stay, take a step take back a and, like, bro, like, I'm here. Like, this shit's crazy. Because, yeah. I mean, th- um, we were talking about it earlier, but there's times where, like, I walk out the room. Like, we live there, and, our like, our studio is there, and I see it every day. But there's times where I just walk out the room where I'm sitting on the couch, and I just look over, and, like, damn. Like, that's us. Yeah. Like, just seeing all the stuff on the wall, seeing the flag, seeing people sign it, like. And, like, just seeing more and more names just fill up, fill up, fill up. It's just, like, one day, that flag's going to be just full of names. And like from where we were, like you you right. saw the picture where it's like our very first picture, and then our new picture. Like yeah. sometimes you just have to take take a step back. Like damn, you just really appreciate everything. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, so much stuff like life now compared to where I was a year ago. Like right before we moved, before like like almost nothing that I'm doing right now was like in the picture. Then like aside from me like making music, I knew I'd be doing that. But like pretty much nothing else like. The relationship I'm in, having this business and stuff, like really even living here, like where I'm living, like nothing really that I'm doing aside from like making music was in the plans at all. But like I couldn't imagine. It's like I'm like I. It's like I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Couldn't, been less couldn't imagine than a year. doing it any different. Yeah. yeah, it's only been less than a year, yeah. and so like looking back, it's like, golly, like so much can change. Like at any time, it's like at it's like time. it's like nothing changes and then everything changes. And it's like this, I don't know, kind of goes back to what I was just saying. Like, the process is just, like, so, just, like, invaluable. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like if you can, like, really appreciate the process, that's, like, what takes away, like, the... Because, like, if you want to make a million dollars, which is, like, like yeah, I want to make a million dollars, but, like, if that's, like, the everything, you, like... It's gonna be a grind to get that, and then once you get that, like, what's like next? now what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's next? And so, like, honestly, just being able to like, because whenever I was living in Austin, I remember, I remember being like, honestly, I could do what I'm doing right now and be happy forever. Like, yeah. And I was I just going, I was just going to work every day, coming home and then working on music till I went to bed, and I was like, I was just getting so much satisfaction out of just having that time to just work on music and just be like. Ah. But now I'm like God, I couldn't imagine not like having this space and being you know what I'm saying like 
But I'm like now I'm like I could do this every day, and I'd be happy. And whatever I'm doing a year from now, you're getting closer I, and closer to doing it. And like, it's like it's like at the, at the end of the day, I know what I want my life to look like, and it's not necessarily this. But at the same time, like while I'm doing this, I'm I'm pretty like happy. You know what I'm saying for the most part. So it's been good. Well, speaking of happy, we're for sure happy with our sponsors. We'll give you a quick shout-out sponsors, and uh, we'll be back. We'd like to thank our newest sponsor, Cloudy. It is a vape melatonin pen that is plant-based. All you do is hit it seven times, and you're asleeping 30 minutes or less. The first night Cam and I got it, we took it, and we were out within minutes. You can get these at tricloudy.com, and you can use code opinionated to check out for 20% off. Again, that is code opinionated, and we just think you should get the sleep you deserve. Thank you. So, you move out here. Don't really expect this. Um, this is something that Braxton was telling us, like, he was tired of working from home. He wanted an office, and then this kind of happened. How much has this helped you and, like, your music? Uh, a lot. Guess what? Like me, so me and Braxton are both just working from home every day, and he's all, he's always wanted to get like a space, and it wasn't. I like, I never had pictured myself like having you know a whole studio and stuff, um. But then, it's actually like Austin. Like, Austin found this place. We came and looked at it, and we were like, "Yeah, bro." Like the day we walked in. We kind of just like looked at each other. We we're like, "Yeah, we gotta have it." Not even knowing like what it really was gonna be, but we just like, as soon as we saw the building, we knew and came in here. We like, like yeah, we'll we'll do something with this. And I mean, since having it, like just having the space, having like the environment, like the whole vibe that you can have in here and stuff. Like it's it's been it's been nice. I haven't. I feel like I really still haven't got to take like full advantage of it and really like enjoy it fully yet because we are still in the process of getting everything built and everything. So I haven't got to just like sit in here and just like really feel it. Um, I mean, I ha- I have I guess a few times like the song like the song that's coming out next week. That was all done in here. Like made that be one day like. When like afternoon and then later that night I think we were in here and I had a whole like different hook written to it initially from like a day or two before and stuff and then uh, just in here chilling and like this was like a moment like being able to just like really use the room for like what it not necessarily what it's for because like it is you know business and stuff and like it's a studio for other artists as well but like personally as an artist like really use the room what it's for just like being here and catch a vibe and ended up writing like, a completely different song and like I said, I'm, I'm excited for it but yeah so it's been great having having the space before this were you in a like have you ever recorded in a studio before yeah I recorded uh, at a studio here um, called Saltmon recorded there a couple times before but is that like an actual big studio yeah it's like I don't really know if it's like the best one here or whatever necessarily, but it's a very good it's a it's dope. Um I had like a lot of big artists through there, like I don't even I don't remember everybody. Like I know Ice T, but like Wayne recorded like 
at least one of the Carters there for sure. Like they got a plaque on the wall. Um, but there's there's all kinds of artists like with their pictures on the wall and stuff and different albums on the wall that were recorded there. So yeah, it's, how did it, how did it feel like being there and like recording your song there, like seeing like Wayne on their are, wall, are you like seeing like the audio, like those big boards, the channel like, boards, like, and it's crazy. How's that? Uh, it's crazy because I'm spacing on like all the names right now because there's a there's a bunch of, I mean that's that spot is like, I'm pretty sure it's like the spot in the Phoenix area for when artists from like Atlanta or LA or New York or whatever like if anyone's ever in town like I'm pretty sure that's kind of the place where they to go be, you know, um, it was so it was it was dope because I was going there was the first time that I was like in a studio like that, and it was kind of like, like one of those moments like damn like so real like you're really doing this you know what i'm saying like yeah. not that the song it also it was also really good for me like that the fact that i do do everything from home and stuff that was the first time i ever let somebody else touch my music like at all and so that was like a cool experience but then it was just really nice too being able to like it gave me a lot of confidence honestly because i was like what I do is not that different. Like it's the same thing. My speakers just aren't just aren't as big. Like that was like in my like that was basically the only difference to me. I was like, okay, like it just basically kind of like gave me the reassurance that like, which Billie Eilish recorded Grammy, or yeah, Grammy winning songs in her closet when she was thirteen, but be like going to the studio and stuff. I was like. I can do I can do this like from anywhere yeah pretty much but it is it's an it's a really really cool feeling being in there seeing all the all the hardware the real hardware and stuff yeah. like it definitely puts you in a creative mood because you're just like you just you see all the videos of the guys in the studio like old mm-hmm. videos of like Eminem in the studio Jay-Z in the studio Cole in the studio like it just you just feel like you're there, you know what I'm saying? Like you really, feel like, like them, like yeah. you're really doing it. So it's it's cool. I bet it's a dope feeling. Just like yeah. I can only imagine, just like walking in and just like especially like with your guys too. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Just walking in, seeing everything, and then like you go into the door, you just hear nothing but like you and the music, and then you just see them on the opposite side. Like yeah, that's, that's the experience we're trying to we're trying to create here. Is it that, that whole similar? Was this there? Did y'all do that? No. So the, initially, this was just a it was just one room um but we we built this to to have that studio um that's nice we got we got the interface which it's not in yet i wish it was but we got the interface coming in um we're, we're trying to we're trying to the best we can basically simulate that same that same feel that same experience because like when you walk in there put the headphones on you can't hear anything out here uh I'll, we'll have like the talk back feature and stuff so like they can talk you can hear everything like whenever they're performing they're recording stuff in there you can hear the whole song you can hear it out here and then they can be talking and stuff and we'll be able to talk back to them like so it's, it's gonna be it'll be nice that's super dope what, what does that interface do what does it exactly do uh, well the interface I mean it's just like any, just like a mixer. It's just like any other audio interface, basically. Okay. But just, I mean, I guess for recording like vocals and instruments and stuff, it's a little different because it's not a, it's not a full mix board. But uh, like right now, I just have a little solo mic interface, and so it just runs 
to the laptop through a little adapter and stuff, and then plugs it to the mic, and that's how you control like the just the input and output and mm. like all that. I mean, just all that stuff. But this interface is like it's like the it's, it's the Apollo uh, the Apollo Twin or whatever. It's like the like top like biggest baddest interface. I don't know. I mean, I do know, but I just don't. I don't. I'm not like a super like hardware geek um but i know some people that are and so like, it's been recommended to me for sure and like I, I researched it and it was the like one of the reviews i read the guy was like he's like i wanted to hate it because of how hyped up it is and he was like but you just can't because it is what it's advertised like it, it is what it is so I'm, I'm excited about it i think it'll it'll make a difference in here for sure but yeah trying to without the hardware and like because that's that's a crazy feeling that you really can't like replicate being in a a big studio like multi-million that. dollar studio and, and with studio, all the stuff they have i say a studio that you know like great songs have been recorded like you know there's been amazing work done like, you can't really replicate that in a new studio but the feeling that like the artist has when they step in the booth and stuff like that's we're trying to give that same like that same feeling kind of what are your what are your, some of your because I, I don't know if it was on or off camera but what are some of your biggest inspirations come from is like because he told me or last time we talked you liked Russ a lot yeah just I mean I like Russ's music a lot but he was the first like he was the first artist that I saw do like what I'm doing basically like just do it on his own like off his laptop and stuff and like his debut album is the only hip hop album ever to go platinum where the artist had 100% control of all the like of every like everything nobody touched the album except him and it went platinum only hip hop album to ever do it so really that was what like I mean I, like I said I like his music a lot I'm not saying I don't but just the at the the DIY aspect for Russ was what really like for me I was like damn this dude like he gets it and then Mike kind of the same way um all my buddies like Mike a lot more before I did but then a lot of his like stuff from the last couple of years and the same little like wave he's he's been on with like preaching the independence and stuff I like a lot and just everything that he like talks about I guess is like stuff that I I like a lot but really like real influences in music came from like Eminem and Nelly like those are the two first the first two like rappers that like I ever heard because my dad had their CDs whenever I was like five and he'd play them in the truck whenever my mom wasn't in there <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> and so that was like how I got introduced to like rap music and stuff and what made me even want like Eminem is what made me want to make music in the first place um but then like Cole, Drake, obviously. Cole's my favorite. Yeah. Um, Same. Agree. I feel like the list is kind of generic just because it's the guys that have been doing it. But, like, really, uh, like, Eminem and Nelly, for sure. Like, 50 Cent a lot, too. They're just that that whole time frame. Just that like, era of music. Yeah. Um, I tried to tell him that. Me, personally, I think the 2000s, is better than like 
No shot. Twenty tens. Just me personally. No shot. You got to think about. <laughs> I, but just like the, the the music that came out during that time, bro. Yeah, I think about what came out twenty ten. It's just, but it's just like or hard. Like it's 2010s. hard. It's hard to really. It's just hard because it's not the same. Yeah, like it's the re- it's not the reach of music now is so much bigger than it yeah. was then too. Like. But I just I don't it's, know. Bro. It's more know. it's like, it's easier it's, it's, as much as I love Eminem. I'm just like I don't know if anyone has ever put out like no one's ever done what Drake has done. Like not at all. For as long as I he's been know. like as consistently and as long as he's been doing it, I'm just like bro. And the amount of different hits he has. If he puts out a song, it's gonna it's hit. not gonna be bad. And you know that like you don't even second guess about it. At least I don't. Like <laughs> I mean I'm a, I, that's the thing with me with Drake like. <laughs> I just critique him hard. I, I, I'm saying, but yeah. it depends on the standard. If your yeah. standards are, my standards are just for are, him or like that. Like, like to me, I understand he's not gonna make a Marvin's Room every time or a God's Plan every time or a whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand it's not gonna be the next biggest song in the world every time. But like any song that he puts out is like they all have like replay value. Like they can all not be skipped, and you won't be mad if that makes sense. I feel like he's he's been quote unquote lazy with his music I would lately. Agree. You said you would agree? Yeah. Uh I mean maybe. I don't know. Like the whole last three songs he just dropped. Like those are good. I know I'm saying like I haven't heard like something like just like well, that in a while besides like the throwaway tape that uh what's it called? The dark the dark lane demo that's tapes. actually good too. That's good too. Yeah. But his last albums, I guess you can talk about Scorpion and More Life, they're like they're like okay. Yeah. Bro, no way, no way. Scorpion is crazy. The, Scorp- the R&B is nice, but he has like Ratchet Happy Birthday on there too, which is like, that song is horrible. That's a, that's a complete skit. <laughs> it is, <laughs> it is, but like, I'm like, does it sound bad though? It doesn't sound I, bad, but like, it's, it's, just, it's like, it's just, that's what I'm saying is like, it, it, I feel like Drake doesn't take himself that serious. Like he, like, I feel like he knows whenever he's like putting a real song together, like mm-hmm. a song like Sandra's Rose or like Emotionless, like real songs that have like real lyrics and stuff. And then when he's making a Ratchet Happy Birthday, like, well, have you watched his uh, Rap Radar interview? He he talks about, like, uh, he needs to get more concise. Like, his projects need to be, like, 10 to 12 tracks. Uh, yeah. I, I, bro, yeah. it's funny. I was just, well, I watched that, which I've se- I had seen it before, but mm-hmm. I was actually just watching it? it, like, a week or two ago. Yeah, because um, yeah, he was talking about, like, a classic album, like a traditional album. But, like, that's why also, like, if you're reading this, it's too late. It's stupid. Like he goes, yeah, that was ahead of his time. He goes, yeah. he goes crazy. Like he with the trap. That and nothing was the same. He goes same. crazy on that on that album, and it's like a shorter, a much yeah. more condensed album. But that's that's what I'm saying. Like even the stuff he's doing now, like what's next, crazy. But then I like this song. It, like as consistently as he does it, like because then you have pop star in Greece. Like, I like those songs too. Uh. Before that, you have the whole Scorpion album that had so much on it. Like the rapping is good. That's I'm just I'm just like it is good. He just doesn't miss. He may not he may not hit a home like necessarily a home run every time or whatever. But like no one no one does. I'm surprised you don't like Kanye like like. Oh I no I do I love okay I I, I don't know why for because he's I love Kanye. I never even kind of talk but he's he's like the only like every time someone talks about Kanye he's the only artist to have five like certified like classic albums in a row like just from the way they sound the lyrics just how he changed everything up every single album was different stylistically like i feel like he's like people there's a lot of people that like Kanye. there's a lot of people that they don't really bring him up at all 
like when it comes to like this late these lists, he's like not really brought up a lot. I feel like it's just because the way he is like off music, yeah. or like before I, an album's about I to come out. I think Kanye, like, because especially like if you look at how prophetic like he really has been, like how much shit like he has done that he said he was gonna do and stuff, and mm-hmm. like, like I feel like Kanye will get way more appreciation for every for all his music and everything he's done and is doing, like way longer. because just because of some of the other stuff he's done and like how his personality is yeah. and all that like his like current likability I guess he'll he'll get way more credit for for all his stuff down the road I feel like but yeah he's definitely like he's like what his net worth is like six billion six billion or something mm-hmm. like that like yeah something crazy like where did that come from like he was just in debt yeah like three yeah. years ago and now his net worth is six billion I'm like that's nuts yes yeah, like, and, and his music is definitely slept on definitely yeah definitely it's it's, it's great and just as like a rapper like he's kind of slept on too and I kind of think like like I know you said J. Cole's your favorite he's like one of your influences like he's now getting respect but like before like when J. Cole dropped like Forest Hills Drive and uh, For Your Eyes Only Sound and stuff story. yeah they'd just be like oh he, J. Cole's boring yeah. but see, now he's like getting like people are like oh I like J. Cole see to me I've, so. I like Forest Hills Drive was the first project that he dropped Mm-hmm. Where I was already like waiting on it. Okay. And so, I feel that. and so, but like, so the stuff he did before that, because once I got introduced to him, then I started getting more into his catalog, and he already had stuff like, yeah, like I, I, I probably got introduced to him with like Born Center. Okay. So, but, but then, but then when yeah. I, but then when I heard, uh, what's the one that has like, um, the one Missy Elliott and stuff uh, uh, story. Yeah, yeah, story yeah then I started hearing songs from that mm. album and like so that's whenever I really became a fan then when he dropped Four Souls Drive I was like like at that point in time he had already become like one of my favorites and that like, oh, man, and then that, he says some stuff in his in, like each of his songs he says some stuff but you just have to that's see, him you see, have to hear it see to me if I could compare like my writing style to somebody's but I also I'm not very consistent with the type of music I make, especially not right now, because I'm trying to do, I have to do a bunch of different stuff. But like, I feel like as far as rapping goes, like I, I mean, it's a very great comparison to give myself, I guess. But I feel like if I had to compare my writing styles with somebody, it would be Cole. Yeah, I'd agree. Because like that, your your pin game is like really, really, really good. Like the stuff you say, and it's like it's all like, very like conscious. Yeah, rap. It's conscious not. Stuff. It's not just like random, like. Just stuff that rhymes. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because that's how Eminem is. Like, contextually. Yeah, he'll say, say off-the-wall shit he, Contextually, he's not really great at all, but he's a very good, like, at, like... Uh, don't, I mean, <laughs> Eminem can tell stories of the best of them. He can, true. but, like, he, he's, he, he has, like, an interview where, I think I sent it to you, where he's just, like, he's, like, yeah, I don't care about, like, what I'm saying. He's, like, I just want to rap the best. Like, the like the actual, like, what rapping is. I mean, yeah, sometimes, but, like... I'm like Mockingbird cleaning up my closet like when I'm gone yeah when he was younger like, like, well, he, has all, he has crazy songs Stan. of storytelling yeah, that's yeah. The, his hits oh, are like those songs but his hits are like the one the only ones that like have tell the story that yes. have context but if you listen to his other stuff yeah but, but okay he has fuck he has 20 hits and he has the highest selling album like he, like he had before Drake he had the most number ones you know what I'm saying he has the highest number of record sales so like the hits just kind of get like get him the fans like but I mean even he has hits like my name is and stuff that he really kind of just says off the wall shit yeah but 
I think it was the style too. Like it was just like interesting to people. But I don't know. Yeah. This that also like talking about music and stuff that has me going into like like mixtapes. So like I don't know if like when you were like in middle school and high school, but I just know at least for all of us, like that piff, like the mixtape days were crazy. Like 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 everybody, like Wiz Khalifa, Big Sean, Wale, Meek Mill, like before they were even big, like their mixtape the mixtape game was like crazy. Nowadays it's not really like brought up like that. But I feel like at least back then, like everyone had like a mixtape run like everybody did that was I mean like that was kind of how the popping. whole Young Money Gang yeah. first got on too was like mixtapes do you stuff. ever think like, about like I guess it's like nowadays it's just so much different because it's like streaming like, and stuff I like, feel like how do you feel like you like would have to EPs, go about that yeah like, like me dropping an EP like that is like a mixtape basically okay. you know what I'm saying like a modern yeah. day version of a mixtape because it's I not like an album like a mixtape is just not a stu- like a studio like I don't even know. Yeah, like, it's I don't hard even know the to tell because dudes like, like dudes like Nipsey who have like all this music out, but then his debut album is Victory Lap, yeah. and it's like or like Young Thug. Apparently, uh, so much fun was Young Thug's debut album, but he has like so he has like Beautiful Thugger Girls and like Barter Suits. Yeah, like, and so, so it's like how do you know what's an album and what's a mixtape like, and yeah stuff like that? Because to me, I could release like twelve songs right now and call it an album, mm-hmm. but I guess it wouldn't be my debut album. I, you know what I'm saying like I don't yeah. know like I don't like Russ dropped 11 albums mm-hmm. and then there's really Wolf was his debut album so like I don't know what that means but I, I can just consider like these little EPs cause I know like a lot of artists just drop yeah. EPs now I would consider that kind of like the mixtape game because it's like you're not really you're not really saying this is an album you're not like doing a whole album release and like having a whole album push mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you're just kind of putting music out there to give people a little a little mixtape basically like at least I got I mean that's, if I had to compare it to something would you ever sign like a like a record label deal or anything like that I was gonna ask if that. like the money was right and the situation set you up because there's some deal there's some companies and record labels that are actually like really good like they're really like they give their artists a lot of freedom see because the, the thing is the only reason why I might see it being possible for me is because, like, I really don't feel like I need to make, like, a billion dollars. Like, the money is just not really where, like, my drive comes from, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, like, I know if I wanted to make the most money doing this, saying 100% independent is the way to go. Yeah, for sure. But if I can have all the freedom I want like if I can have as much freedom as I want to have like whether it be financially creatively just like whatever if I can have as much freedom as I need to have then yeah like I wouldn't I wouldn't mind it but mm-hmm. it, would, it would have to make sense like I, I wouldn't want to give up a ridiculous amount of freedom my like of what I earn or like a ridiculous amount of freedom or like whatever the case may be what if it like sets you up so like there's a lot of artists they sign like they gotta deliver like for example, Tory Lanez, he had to deliver like five projects. So he, what he did is he just rapidly put out projects to get, to become independent. So what if like the deal made sense to kind of like put you on, like get you the notoriety and, and like, you know, like I guess recognition that you deserve, would you like do that and then try to like get out by making more music and just becoming independent or see, it's tough because like, it's just tough because like if like Drake like he's like he signed a deal and stuff like yeah 
like a deal can work out perfectly fine for you. You know what I'm saying? You can also get shelved or like whatever the case may be. But like if your stuff is if your stuff is the best, if you're Drake, like you're not gonna get shelved. And so it's like yeah, it's like okay, well, am I? You know what I'm saying? Am I Drake or am I gonna get shelved? But on like for me and the fact that like like I just like to make music because I like to make music. Mm-hmm. And I, the reason that I like want to have like a music career and like the like drive for the grind of like trying to make this work is just the fact that I can have the freedom I want to have from music. You know what I'm saying? So I think probably the best route for that would not to, would be to not sign a deal. But I I don't know. It would just, it would have to be literally like the perfect situation to make it, to make it work, I guess. Well, that's how it is at Atlantic too. Like, I look at Atlantic like that's like the most competitive label right now and so like there's a bunch of artists on the label but then they have people like Uzi on there and like Megan Thee Stallion and just like a bunch of like big artists mm-hmm. so it's like you could be like a artist on that label but it's just like if they hear like Uzi's in about to drop something then I guarantee you like the whole building shuts down to make sure his like gets released right he is the right you know press right. all that stuff so it's yeah. just like there's just so many factors to consider when you like join either a major record label or you can be like Logic at the time when he signed to Def Jam he was like one of the like most popular artists on the label so yeah. it's just things like that and that's like I know just referencing Russ again like I know whenever he had his deal with Columbia mm-hmm. like he already had a huge fan base mm-hmm. and stuff so like if you can do that if you can if you can have full sustainability on your own already mm-hmm. and then do something like then it obviously makes way more sense to doing it pretty much for the same reason like Russell like just for the leverage just the fact of having the, the label having the resources for mm-hmm. different things that you may need to elevate your career but I mean I don't know I don't have any like I really don't have any crazy expectations for this because it wasn't really what I planned on doing anyway my appetite has like my appetite continues to grow the more it's like the more I eat the more the appetite grows so the more I every, whenever I first started doing it, I was like, I don't even want to ever do shows or anything. I just want to make some music and hopefully make enough for my streams that I can just pay the bills with it. Like, that'd be cool for me with music. Then I'm like, no, nah, I want to start doing shows and stuff. Then I'm like, no, nah, I want to like have a whole world tour. And then it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like the appetite has just slowly like grown more and more and more. And so I feel like as certain milestones keep getting hit, I mean, it's just kind of, I feel like, like competitively and stuff, it's just kind of natural. Like an inner like, battle. The bar is just going to keep getting mm-hmm. set higher and higher. And so, I don't know. You know, we'll see. So, with that being said, are you going to make a song this weekend? Or are we going to, like, get the whole yeah embodied experience? Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I, so, I've been working on some beats. I got a beat right now that I think I want to make a song to. So. That shit's fire. The yeah. yeah, the one he's been yeah. playing, nice. fire. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, so I, I, I like I like it a lot. So I want to try to make something to that for sure, okay. or or maybe even just come in here and like, like catch a vibe and like make a whole new beat and stuff. But yeah, I definitely I want to try I want to try to get something in here so we can. Yeah. Hop in there. That'll be cool. Maybe, just, maybe maybe let you get some ad libs or something. Get yeah. <laughs> hey hey hey. Just like hey. Maybe maybe a very. The thing is geez. the thing is like, I've never like tried to do it, but like I feel like 
my 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 like knowledge in music, I could like make something decent. Well, bro, the thing is, we'll come, I don't know. Though. We come we come in here we come in here a lot and like we'll just we'll just get some drinks and just be chilling and like I'll I'll put on beats and stuff and everybody will get in there and freestyle. Like we got we got hella freestyle <laughs> for so, real. Yeah, that's right? cool. That's kind of cool though. So every everybody will get in there and freestyle. Well, shoot, shoot, I mean honestly, I'll turn. I'll get, the auto, I'll, I'll, get I'll, I'll get the auto tune on and everything. So I got boys. I mean, I do engineer. <laughs> I got boys sounding nice in there. Did you uh, watch uh, J. Cole's uh, Revision of the Dreamers documentary? Yes, bro. Yeah, that's, that's like when you just said that, it's just literally what I thought of. Like, just <laughs> that. Yeah, that's, that's what it's like in here. I'm, we're in here. Revenge well, it was crazy, too, because one time we, I, like, we were just like cleaning or something in the apartment, and then I just turned it on. It's like, I haven't watched in a while. And then Carlos was just sitting there just like mesmerized because he had never seen it before. And he was just like, bro, like. It's amazing. He's like looking at me. He's like, bro, all these people just flew in there and just made music for three days. I was like, yes, bro. Like, like watching the making of that song, Down Bad, because I love that song. Mm-hmm. That song's so. I love that whole the deluxe oh, everything. Got yeah. it all. We had to get that vinyl. We bro. yeah, we got the vinyl clean. Like but just yeah. the whole process of that whole album is insane. Like it's hard to make an album, period. But it's harder to make an album. In three days, it, yeah, then it's harder to make an album all these, with all those people, all these artists running around, just all these producers, like and bros. And they, insane. I mean, they said it like, if you don't get in, you, you ain't making an album. It, like yeah. you had to like be think of some shit. Yeah, you heard me get in the booth. Yeah, bro, get out. That's what, that whole documentary is crazy. I love that. That shit yeah, was nice. So um, back to your girlfriend. She's like we said earlier. She's with you all the time. She was with you at the other studio. How much? inspiration does she do you draw from her like how much does she give to you like it could be from you think of a song you write about her or just her just being here like damn she's like supporting me i got i gotta go somewhere with this a lot honestly um it's it's really especially so like i, I don't know i always I'll, i i i like to sing i feel like i can sing a little bit i not crazy not like Justin Bieber, nothing like that. But you get that auto tune like, in there. Like, I like to sing and stuff, and uh, without like, without her, like without writing about her, like having some sort of like romantic inspiration or some sort of just like, and she like she gives a lot of inspiration for just like the the songs or like the melodies, you know what I'm saying? Like the vibe that comes with that music. Like she gives a lot of inspiration for that stuff, and a lot of stuff like, I like a whole song may not necessarily be just about her, but definitely like lines and or like maybe a hook. Just I mean different things. Like she's definitely like a, a big inspiration in the music for sure. Because and that's another thing too. Because as much as I love, like I really do like to just like rap, like just make a hard beat and like rap. Same time like. I understand like that's not like necessarily me like that's not my like image or anything you know what I'm saying or anything like that and that's not really like it is fun but it's not the music that I like want to make so much um and so one thing that I like try to keep in mind is like cause I know music that, like, that she likes and stuff I know like she, she like likes all my music and stuff too. But I also know that like specific, the, the specific music she'll play. Like if she's picking her own music to play, and so like I've tried to make more music that like it's still my like style of music. But like kind of thinking like would she like this? You know what I'm saying? Because I know other people that have similar tastes to like the music she has. So I try, I've tried to like 
shift my ear kind of like towards that so that's been like a lot of uh, a lot of inspiration for it that's dope can you sing <laughs> no you can't sing you want to hop in the booth and drop like a little a little course or something <laughs> dude i just thought of something bro so i was like dude i so like I'm, I am kind of a sad boy a little bit, a little bit sometimes. So like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, like, man, oh, that's a different God. conversation. Oh my, oh my gosh! Anyways, that's a different like, conversation. But like, do, do you know who Kid Leroy is? Yeah. Okay, so like that whole like fuck love like like mixtape that you he live did. it. Well, no, listen. So like, <laughs> so, so like, so like, so like when I was like the girl I had been like dating, I guess my senior year on and off, like found some crazy stuff, and then like we ended up breaking up and. That's when like I first started listening to Killer Roy and like that it came out, bro. So I, like the vibes, like, I was I was listening to that all the time, like every yeah. day. And he he has like just snippets of like the girl he's talked to calling him and stuff like that. And then like later on calls him again, but she's like I'm done with you, blah blah, blah and, like moving on, whatever, whatever. So like, how do you feel? Like I don't know, I don't know why I just <laughs> thought of this, but like because I have like I think I might still I still have like some crazy voicemails. So like <laughs> so like I don't know like how do you feel about like throwing in like that personal stuff into songs like do you think it's like actually sentimental or do you think it's like corny or do you think it's like part of like for him he's telling a story of like the girl I don't know I how mean, do you feel about that to me I feel, I feel I don't feel like it's corny I feel like it's like like necessary kind of like I don't know how much attention people pay to like the lyrics or like how in depth people think about some of the stuff that like I say like you hear it, you may be even able to like sing along with it or whatever. But like I don't know if people like ever necessarily stop to think about some stuff because like mm-hmm. there's been some lines that I know I've said like they're like kind of vulgar lines that no one's ever like said anything about. And I mean maybe it's just because like no one gives a shit to say anything. Like that's very possible also. But like there's just some stuff. But I'm like if people if people listen, I say a lot of like real personal stuff and like in most of my in most of my songs good like good or bad um but I just feel like partly like it's necessary I also say too though like I try not to be like I've I've been trying to not be like too literal or like take myself too serious Mm -hmm. by being too like serious with your lyrics I guess yeah like like so like I guess like straightforward about my life or something. You know what I'm saying? Not that like that's bad, but just trying to be more of like create more of like a uh, like a story with it, and more like I guess like sly with the delivery rather mm-hmm. than just like in your face with like sad stuff. Or, like, me, or I, me personally, I mean, he can vouch for me, but I like that. Like that's my favorite. Like yeah, he likes it. Hard like J Cole, mm-hmm. like yeah. hardcore lyricist. Yeah, like that. I love that just because like. To me, it's more authentic and it's more real. Like, there's like passion behind of what he's saying because, like, that's what he went through and like that's what he lived by. Yeah. Like, that's how he lived. Like, and that's what, I like that kind of stuff. Like the, like I, there's no way that I can like get the lyricist out of me because like in this so like in this last song, so our buddy Dylan, the younger one, like he's like a lyricist type of dude too, and uh, so it was cool because the other day I was playing that that new song that's coming out. And I had this one line in there, and it's, uh, I said, like, navigating this canal with the pan, I'm automating too much, must just be too tired of waiting. But, like, 
navigating this canal with the pan I'm automating too much. So like when I say it, it just sounds like canal in Panama, and you just you just, you just associate Panama Canal. But I said with the pan I'm automating too much, like talking about the pan of the like the audio and stuff. And like he yeah. heard it and he was like, oh shit, I didn't even realize you said that. And I was like, that was cool because the song is like a. It's like it's like singing and stuff, and it's like a real like vibey song, it's like guitar and stuff in it, and to be able to still have wordplay in there like that, like that's what I'm trying, like that's really what I want to do is just like be able to mesh those two things because I love I love the like the sport and the art of like rapping and wordplay and doing stuff like that and saying stuff that like I know will probably go over people's heads. Like I want lines to go over people's heads that way when they listen to it for like the 20th time and they finally hear it and they're like, holy shit. Like I've, cause I do, mm-hmm. I still do that with like Eminem songs that I've heard for years. I'll be like, golly, I did not even hear that he said that. That's like, how I am with Wayne. Like I try, I try, yeah, I try sure. to write like on that level, like with, with everything, like whether it's like, like I said with these songs I'm trying to like sing and stuff, I would still want that level of lyricism in there. But, just a different approach to it, I guess. I forgot what your original question was. I got off on a tangent. I don't even remember what my uh, original question was. Uh, dude, I, I was... Oh, I have one. I have one. I have one okay, so, like... I guess it's therapeutic. Like, everyone, I feel like, does, like, their own therapy, I guess. Like, everyone needs therapy. So, like... Like, I guess, like, is this, like, therapeutic? Like, just coming here... And then, like, talking about, like, your life or personal things that go on. Bro, is that, like, how you kind of find your peace? It's super therapeutic. And I'm really kind of just now realizing it for the first time after answering this question, thinking about it. But, like, it's almost become ther- so, much so therapeutic that it's, like, habitual for me. Like, when I'm stressed or anything, like, my instant reaction, like, <laughs> it's just funny. Because, like, I really hadn't thought about this until, like, just now thinking about it. But, like. Anytime I'm like str- like really stressed about anything or like if like we're ever like arguing or something like mm-hmm. my like immediate like thought and like reaction is like All right, I'm gonna open my laptop like and it's not not even like I'm about to write about this shit or like I'm about to yeah like it's just like it's become like such a natural like escape I'm like okay let me just let me just work <laughs> like yeah for sure because for sure making that EP like coming out of that breakup and stuff like that was before then it wasn't necessarily like therapeutic it was just what I was doing like because I enjoyed it but then through that whole process is where it became like therapeutic it became like a real big release and like that's where I really like for the first time was like truly expressing myself and like letting a lot of stuff out you know what I'm saying and like kind of since then that's what that's what it's become is like it kind of shifted how the outlet was used like became way more of a like a raw place or like a raw like less of like what we were talking about with like Eminem just kind of saying stuff to say stuff Yeah. less of like saying stuff just to like say it or like sound good or fit in this and more of me doing like truly which is what I feel and, and so like being yeah, more like crea- right. like creative with it cool Um. one last question for me sure top five Currently, or no, I, you're like just his top five who he listens to. Okay, like okay, my top five who I listen to. Mm-hmm. I won't include myself. 
Um, honestly, lately, top five that I listen to would probably be like Mike, Eminem, Drake. Russ and Cole. That made me think of somebody. But like, there's a lot of Mac. There's a lot of Kendrick. There's a lot of. I don't know. I know I'm missing people. Who am I missing? I mean, I mean a lot of me. <laughs> like, as, I, as yeah. leaving, like I said, leaving myself out. But do you listen to Juice at all? Like nah, not really. I mean, really, a couple songs, but I just ain't not like everybody you. sat like you, bro. That's not even that. It's just the fact of I just, like I just wouldn't, how talented he is. The thing is, like that's that, that's why. that's why that's the only reason I did start listening to some of his stuff because how much I heard about how talented he was and yeah. stuff, and so I started listening to him more, and I was like, yeah, he has some good songs. But I'm just not like I'm not a huge fan of his style of music and mm. stuff like, like the the emo like Trippy Red. Yeah, like that yeah. I'm yeah, not, like I'm just not a huge I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, I kind I do kind of like like sad like sad boy music, but not that style of it. If that makes sense, it's more along the lines of like like Drake stuff. So and, like. And like, so like more catered to our age I guess cause like Juice and them it's like they talk about like heartbreak but it's like it does feel it feels like they're, young, they're, younger you can tell they're younger yeah like Drake is like it's just like that adult like cause like if you if you listen to like Drake and Russ and them and even and Cole talk about their inspirations mm-hmm. it's like Eminem and 50 and them cause like even they were like melodic rappers yeah like not as much as Drake and Russ and Cole are but they were like influences of it you know what I'm saying and then like Drake just changed the game with it for sure oh bro this whole time I haven't even talked about Lil Wayne yeah I was actually kind of waiting because I was like I know Kim likes Wayne I don't know why it just hit me but <laughs> I'm tripping Wayne is in I don't know who I would have kicked out of the top 5 but Wayne is in it for sure Get rid of if you need to. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but, but yeah, but guys like that. And so, I think like the generation of like, like Juice and them, like they drew their inspiration from like guys like Drake and them. So it's like a little yeah. bit just detached. One, one more step detached from like what I like, like prefer, I guess. But, I thought a majority of people drew their inspiration from Wayne. I, mean, I feel like he really changed the game. Uh, for sure. With everything. Face tats. Mixtapes. Mixtapes. Lil. Dreads. Dreads. Skinny like, pants vans. You know, like the whole skate, the whole skating. He's a reason image. like Atlanta is like kind of like, like he's a reason like Young Thug and Future exists. It's because yeah. of Wayne. Yeah. I mean, it's he's insane. a reason, I mean, not the reason Drake exists, but put Drake on. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like only a year or two older than Drake, which is crazy. He was, he was just in it for a minute. Yeah, yeah he's been in since like 13 or some yeah. shit. Something crazy. Well, that'll do it for your boys over here at Opinionated. Thank you, Cayman, for shooting this again. Yeah, man. Thanks um, for having me. Glad we got to do it again. Thank you for having us in your studio. Oh, yeah. Um, 
thank you for being part of the vision and helping him. I know it's not easy. I mean, especially since you're just sitting here all day, not saying nothing. You're just here. Um, but I'm sure he appreciates, appreciates you, just you being here. Um, yeah. Thank you for having us here. Yeah. Thank you. all. Hope, yeah. hope, uh, I hope you enjoy the space. Look forward, look forward to doing some more stuff in here. Sure. Yes, yeah. sir. It's been fun. So keep going. Shout out to Albert too. Yeah. Out here grinding. Out here grinding. Shooting back to back to back. And editing back to back to back. Look at you. It's nice being able to do it full time. Not having to worry about nothing at home, dude. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. I can't wait to do this like 80 hours a week, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. 90 hours. I don't care how long. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that'll that'll do it for your boys at Opinionated Podcast from beautiful De La Rue Studios in Mesa, Arizona. We'll catch you guys next episode. All your socials came in with an O? Uh, yeah. I mean, came with a zero? K-A-I-M-O-N with a zero. Um, Instagram. But you can probably just K-A-I-M-O-N. It'll pop up. You, you'll find yeah. it. Yeah. We'll have all your socials down low. Um, I'm going to try to put a little bit of the intro of your song that's coming out. What's it going to be called? Uh, Turn the Night Up. Turn the Night Up. Turn the Night Up. We'll have that at the end of... Sure, I the file, so... Before the end, it's going to be in there somewhere. For sure, for sure. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, But we'll catch our guys next time. Peace. Peace.